The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we will learn to utilize each of them to the maximum and learn to make decisions about what we want and how we want to feel. What a concept, and one we will explore today on the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. On our program, we'll address who you are, why you're here on this planet, how to go within, how to come to know what you believe, and why. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Hello world, this is Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. We're here today to have a good time, to talk about how you can do better, be better, have a happier life. I broadcast from sunny Arizona. Today I'm in the studios of Voice America World Talk Radio, and it's cold here. For some of you, you're going to laugh. It's 69 degrees and we're chilly. This is really freezy for us. I thought this morning I'd be able to see my breath, but I couldn't. And then I knew I'd have to stay in all day. Um, But it's still beautiful, always beautiful here. If you need to email us uh, at any time, probably I don't have my computer in in the studio today, but I can get your message later. The the address would be radio at theselfimprovementblog.com. We want to make this show as highly interactive as we can. We encourage you to ask questions of me or my guest. And today's guest is going to be very interesting, so you might want to grab a pencil. You can let us know what you'd like to hear here, and you can ask her questions. You can ask me questions. The number is 866-613-1612. I'll do that again, 866 613 1612. We'd love to hear from you. You probably recognized our theme song, No More Mr. Nice Guy by Alice Cooper. We have that theme song for several reasons. When you're doing a lot of self-improvement work and you start making some changes, sometimes um, your temper changes as well, and sometimes you learn to say no, and people think, oh, what's going on with him? What's going on with her? They're not so nice anymore. And so we like that theme. It's okay not to be nice sometimes when you're working through stuff. The other thing is that Alice Cooper wasn't always a nice guy. He had a tough life, um, interesting life, and now he's known around these parts. He lives here as the nicest guy in town. So Alice Cooper, if you hear this, we'd love to have you on the show, and we thank you for giving us a theme song. We're looking for sponsors. Would Love to have give you some exposure on this show and on the self-improvement blog. If you're interested in sponsoring this show, contact Scott Duffy at Voice America or me at the self-improvement blog. We'd love to have you on. A, a, a note about uh, an ad uh, commercial that's running right now. It's just absolutely brilliant, and I put it on the first page of my blog. It's a a spot by Conan O'Brien, 
It's remarkable. It was made for American Express. It's interesting. It's funny. It makes a point. It was made in India, and it's absolutely brilliant. Conan finds silk for weaving. He buys it, dyes it, uses it in the space of a commercial, and I think it's the best commercial I've ever seen. So, you know, take a look at it. The colors are beautiful. The people in it are absolutely beautiful. And after you watch that, then click on the one that says how they made it and, and gets his comments on it. Go to the self-improvement blog. That's theselfimprovementblog.com. Watch it. You'll be glad you did. It's just a lot of fun. Today, as you know, is Veterans Day. And we, I want to honor the veterans, especially those who have lived and do live with the memories and consequences of war. The price they've paid is greater than what most of us can even begin to imagine. Some have returned with twisted and maimed bodies, and some have returned with minds and emotions twisted by all they've seen and all they've experienced, and their life never will even out. I urge you for one day, just one day, to stop your political posturing, your wrangling, to stop your arguing about which party's right, whether it's better to be a conservative or a liberal. Stop the rhetoric long enough to remember the men and women who had and have the courage to risk their lives to keep us safe and keep us free. Those of you who would sacrifice our freedom, remember that they're ready to sacrifice their lives for you so you too can have your opinion and take your stand whether we agree with it or not. So please remember our veterans today with love and gratitude. Veterans, we salute and honor you. Next week's guest is Holly Clegg and we'll be talking about Thanksgiving. Holly Clegg is a cook extraordinaire. She's from the South and has the most wonderful Southern accent you've ever, ever heard. She's written 14 cookbooks, and, and the line is called Trim and Terrific, and they really are terrific. I haven't noticed getting trim over using her recipes, but she can give you less calories with more taste than any human I've ever seen in my life. So we're just going to be talking about cooking, and we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving, and we're going to talk about her book, Too Hot in the Kitchen, Secrets to Sizzle at Any Age, and it's as much about the cook as about the cooking. So we're going to talk about Thanksgiving, and of course we're going to talk about having fun with food. So you want to, want to keep in mind to tune in next week and hear what Holly Clegg has to say. We're really lucky to have her here. I know you thought that Dr. Nathaniel Brandon was going to be on the show today, and he is going to be missed. Unfortunately, he, was, he is ill. I ask you to keep him in your prayers, send him good thoughts, good energy, uh, and hopefully at some point in the future we'll be able to have him on the show. As you know, he's extremely important in the self-esteem movement basically known as the father of self-esteem, has written numerous books on the subject and is really the authority. So, Nathaniel, if you hear this, we really want you to get well. And sometimes when one door closes, another door opens, and what you find behind that door is really quite wonderful. Today we have the unstoppable Frankie Picasso, 
She's a professional certified life, business, relationship, and master coach trainer. Frankie's a full-time radio host, author, and human, human rights activist who specializes in, get this, she specializes in the impossible. She leads, trains, supports, motivates, and inspires anyone in her path to produce exceptional results in their lives. So if you don't want to do better, don't get in Frankie's path. She's a solution strategist, and she will champion anyone who wants to turn their impossible goals into unstoppable outcomes. Her clarion call, and you'll love this, is Mission Unstoppable. Isn't that better than Mission Impossible? I love it. I've got to ask her if the tape, record dis tape recorder disintegrates. With over 20 years' experience as an entrepreneur, Frankie was notably the first female kickboxing promoter in the world and managed the world welterweight fighters. And in 1997, she put on the ISKA World Championships in Toronto. Quite a feat for a woman. Lovely thing. She's trained in mediation, and I would guess meditation as well. Crisis intervention, emergency management, pain management, disaster exercises, and is a former community emergency response volunteer. Her diverse background includes adult education, self-esteem and confidence building, behavior management, NLP, strategic business planning, quality planning, and customer service expert, marketing, sales, and event management. So if you, know, if you need something done, I think we need to be sure you get Frankie's number here. She's the founder of Conversation With My Shoes. Remember that because we're going to talk about that a little later on. Conversation With My Shoes. She, uh, founder of the Institute for Quantum Living and Conscious Design and co-founder for the Love Wranglers and the Predator Project. She's a certified laughter yoga leader and a member of the Canadian Association of Journalists. So before we run out of time for this program, let's welcome Frankie Picasso. Hi, Frankie. Welcome. Thank you, Dr. Conlon. Irene, it's such a pleasure to be here. I'm, I'm sorry that Nathaniel was ill, but I'm really happy to be able to step into uh, not his shoes, but his spot, and hopefully he'll recover and come back and see you soon. We're delighted, too. And in fact, you know, Frankie, I was so excited and delighted to hear from you yesterday because I put, the, put out the call uh, right after I heard about Nathaniel, and in about 10 minutes, I had, I had a note from Frankie saying, hey, I'm available, I can do this. And I know from reading her biography that she is a very, very busy woman, and I'm extremely grateful that you took the time out to be with us, Frankie. Oh, it's my pleasure. I was listening to your intro, and I thought, it's 69 degrees in Arizona, and it's 13 degrees where <laughs> I am right now. <laughs> well, I'm cold. That 69 <laughs> would feel... Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I turned the heat Alice on. Cooper, Alice Cooper was, I think, the first concert I ever went to. Oh, he's wonderful. He he's, is. He's wonderful. I, oh, it's great. But it's I want to talk about your book. Frankie has a book that's titled Midlife Mojo, How to Get Through the Midlife Crisis and Emerge as Your True Self. What, what a great title. Frankie, how did you get into this? What motivated you to write a book about midlife crisis? Well, you know what, I had about four books inside of me, and it seemed that this was the easiest to write first, for some reason. Being in midlife, having just come through an accident, and understanding 
at that time that it was really not um, something that 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 um, couldn't couldn't have not happened. <laughs> I guess is the word. It had to happen. It was it was bound to happen because the universe was talking to me and I wasn't listening. I knew that they were trying to reach me. I just had this feeling, and I kept going, "What do you want? What do you want?" But um, it wasn't until they actually took me out and physically, forcefully made me stop that I could go on this journey and be able to uh, talk about the things that I talk about, specifically, uh, emerge, you know, midlife and emerging as your true self and being authentic to yourself. Okay, let's start at the beginning. Let's talk about what what is a midlife crisis for those of us who may be way past it so long we can't remember, and those who are just going into it. <laughs> Tell me what the, it is. I think the midlife crisis is really the metamorphosis that allows us to change from our our socialized self, the one where people have said, "Oh, be a good boy, be a good girl. This is how you act in public and at home." To, to the one where we really get to be who we are supposed to be, the person that we came here to be. We, we all have different opinions about life and, and the universe, but my, where I come from, I believe that we are spiritual beings having an earthly experience, and that earth is, is our playground, the place where we learn and grow emotionally, physically, spiritually, so that when we leave here, we, we get to have some lessons and, and move, move up in our spiritual path. So you're saying this is earth school. This is earth school. And we get to experience the things that we wouldn't experience as a spiritual being because we would just be too too good for them. <laughs> really. Uh, yeah, that hasn't happened around here. <laughs> <laughs> tell me tell me some of the signs and symptoms that you're just about to begin your journey through the midlife mm, halls. Good one. I think it's one of the signs, as I said earlier, just a moment ago, really, was that you have a feeling that the universe is trying to talk to you. You have a feeling that change is about to happen, that you need to change your life. You're not happy. Your job doesn't give you any satisfaction. You look around your life and you think, what am I doing here? What is this all about? And introspection starts to happen. You start to question just everything in your life. And, and you realize that you want out. It's like you want, it's like jail. And you just want to leave. Frankie, leave. hold that thought. We need to take a short break. We'll okay. be right back. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Frankie Picasso for the Self-Improvement Show on Voice America World Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. In Sue McDaniel's book, I Am Heart, she talks about feelings. Now, Sue is ready to bring her book, blogs, and topics of interest to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. I Am Heart will discuss concepts and ideas that affect all of us and will provide experts and solutions to help everyone. Sue, speaking through I Am Heart, will answer your questions, share your answers, and learn together with you. Each program will have topics you've suggested, homework to learn about yourself, and moments of connection. Tune in to I Am Heart, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, on World Talk Radio Variety. I have a dream. 
Sometimes it seems that life is just throwing you one obstacle after another. There are many people who have overcome or are overcoming their personal obstacles in order to succeed. Hear them talk about these barriers and how they overcame them on American Dreams, The Sky is the Limit, featuring host Jen Robertson. Jen herself overcame life struggles to become one of the most in-demand motivational speakers in the world today, as well as a best-selling author. Tune in to American Dreams, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. World Talk Radio presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon, my guest is Frankie Picasso, and we're talking about her book, Midlife Mojo, How to Get Through the Midlife Crisis and Emerge as Your True Self. We were talking just before the break about the signs and symptoms of upcoming midlife and a possible midlife crisis. So, Frankie, continue with that thought. We were t- Yeah, we were talking about the signs, and some of the signs are that you get a real hefty whiff of your mortality, and a real need to examine who you are, uh, is everything going to be, uh, will you be happy, let's say, when you die and, and look back on your life and think, okay, was it great, was it bad, could I have done more? You feel, um, one of the signs is that you feel a need to give back to the world. You feel that, that you've come to a place that uh, maybe you've done as much as you can. And, and I really feel, Irene, that life is not about going to work nine to five. There's a lot more to us and our purpose than that. So this is a, this is the time I think where we start to examine that we've lived enough of our life, we've lived enough that maybe you've got 40, 50, 60 years under your belt and you still maybe have 20, 30, 40 years left ahead. So you have the wisdom of living so many years and looking back over your life and thinking, okay, I'm happy, I'm not happy, it's time for a change. It's time to really live and be the person I want to be. So we stop living in default and start choosing the life that we want to live. So you're saying that we finally reached a time that we can make decisions about our own life and where it is we want to go. Exactly. Now, we've all heard about the midlife crisis, the guy who stumbles through it like a bull in a china shop, just upsetting, disrupting his life everywhere. Some people go through it like that, and other people go through it as if a whisper. The, the thing is that change happens best in chaos. So it's no wonder that we have this chaotic uh, existence that happens for us as we're trying to break out what I call the eggshell, break out of that, that 
socialized eggshell and become that person we were meant to be. Now, you've heard me say that a couple of times, so what do I mean by that? Each of us comes here with a purpose, our own individual specialized purpose. And oftentimes that purpose is, um, is shoved down so deep inside us that we don't even have a clue what it is because our parents have told us it's not right to do this. You don't want, we don't want you to do that. That's not what our family does. Uh, let's say you wanted to be an artist in, in your family. So, oh, no, we've all, we're all doctors here. You have to become a doctor or a nurse or whatever it is. So you go along with that, and that's your socialized self going along with it. But your real self is, is crying. It's hurting because it's not who you feel you are. It's not who you want to be. You want to be somebody different. And the relationships in our life, the people around us, um, they may be there for our own learning purposes. We may be there for them. But oftentimes, too, they will hold us back from being who we want to be because it scares them. I think sometimes the change is scarier for them than it is for us, actually. I think so. You know, it's interesting, the points you make, because a lot of people think midlife is simply hormonal, but you're you're giving it much deeper meaning. It's a time to regroup and see what we want to be now that we have grown up or are on the verge of growing up. It's more about deep spiritual orientation than physical. Would you say that's, is that your point? Is I think that is my point. I was listening to the show just before yours came on and your, the guest there was talking about andropause, male menopause. Uh-huh. And I think that hormones do have something to do with it, but really it's, it's a more spiritual um, I think that there, there is a more spiritual point to, to it other than just hormones. I think that we really do need to break out. And when we're in, in uh, junior high and high school, we usually we get to do adolescence with our friends. But because midlife happens at a different time for each of us, could be in your late 30s, could be 40, 50, 60, it's really an individual process. And so it's a lot more difficult to go through because you don't have a group of people to speak to and go through it with. Like you said... You know, you told me off air that you, you've been through it and it was so long ago. But for, you know, for other people, um, it may not be as big or as bad. They might not even think they went through it. So it really is a process that we need to come to because it, it is our own. It's our own individuality, um, that true person that needs to come out. Now, one of, the, one of the statements you make, or it actually it's in the title of your book, that that one of the purposes or one of the things that happens is that you emerge as your own true self. Mm-hmm. For people who don't understand that process, how you get to know your one true self, the authentic you, how do you tell them to go about that process of discovery? Well, don't do it the way I did it. <laughs> <laughs> because I ended up in a hospital for five and a half months. Oh, that's not a good way. That's not a good way. But if you look at your life and you look at the things that are around you, you look at the job that you have, the car that you drive, the spouse that you have, the kids that you have, all of the extremities, let's say, that surround you, that is not you. That's not your life. That's not who you are. Those are just things that are there. Even your body is just the car that you drive. It's not who you are. Who you are is inside you, deep inside you. Oh, yeah. So, you know, look beyond the external and, and try to find out who you are. The way to find out who you are is to start asking yourself questions. Some of those questions may be, uh, would I keep the same job that I have? Would I keep the same spouse that I have? 
What about the friends I have? Do they serve me? Are they good friends to me? Do I want to stay in this country? Would I have a different house? Would I have a different life? Would I prefer to live somewhere different? You know, just start asking yourself questions because life is an inside job. That's where uh, we find ourselves. It's not on the outside. It's on the inside. So it's really important. Um, you could find a coach. You could find, you know, just write down these, these questions and just start asking yourself truthfully. Um, in, in Meditate and, and download spiritually from your guides, from angels, whoever it is that you believe in, God, um, the answers to some of these questions. Oh, you bring up all kinds of questions for me. Um, one of the things that came to mind while you were talking about some of these questions is the courage that it takes to ask these questions and look at them face on and and find answers that are true answers. Uh, do you, if, when you're coaching someone in midlife crisis, do you find that fear stops them? Oh, absolutely. Fear is, is a huge enabler or a disabler, <laughs> let me put it that way. It, it really is. Fear, I find that people have three fears. They fear change, they fear fear, and they fear success. Ah, you know, it's kind of like, if I make these changes, then I, you know, how do you finish that sentence? Exactly. And, and you're going to have people who, who will be championing you and people who will be trying to stop you. As we said, that fear, um, the people around you may fear that your change is more than you fear what's going to happen. You may very well disrupt their lives. You might. But like I said before, sometimes we're here for other people and sometimes they're here for us. And it could be that your disruption of their life is exactly what they need in that moment to move on with their life and become the authentic person that they're supposed to be. What do you find is the best way, I guess, is what I want to ask you, the best way to help them get through their fear? How do they get through it? Well, that's a really good question. I, I say that fear is, is a fantasized experience appearing real. So if we stop and look at, at the fear and we ask ourselves, why am I afraid of this? Really examine your fear. Face it. Ask yourself, whose voice do I hear when I'm hearing the fear? Am I really afraid of spiders? Or was somebody else in my family afraid of spiders? And so just by, you know, uh, osmosis, I, I pick that up too. It's, it's okay to be you. Give yourself permission and love to be you and be authentically you. And wish the person and, and the people in your lives well and, and just get on with your life and understand that you're supposed to be here for one reason, and that's to experience joy. We are here to be happy. Like you said at the beginning of your show, we are here to be happy. And if you're not happy, then you're not doing your job. Uh -huh. And you have to find a way to become happy. Rumi said, uh, the soul is here for its own joy. I love that quote. Hold your thought. We're going to go to break in just a minute. After the break, I, I want to talk about this a little more um, and how people know their authentic self. So we're going to go to break now. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Frankie Picasso for the Self-Improvement Show on Voice America's World Talk Radio. Stay tuned.
the World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to talk. Cotton Radio is a unique program designed for leaders in apparel and retail businesses and college students. Our program will take you inside the cotton industry, including production, design and engineering of cotton fabrics, innovative uses for cotton, and marketing and merchandising products that have made cotton the fiber of choice. Your hosts are Philadelphia University professors Stephen Frumkin, Natalie Nixon, and Neoka Wyatt. Tune in to Cotton Radio on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel, Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific, and rebroadcast weekly on the Voice America Business Channel. To succeed in life today, you have to respond well to change and be willing to take chances. On Star Style, Be the Star You Are, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan and her sidekick, daughter Heather Brittany, deliver lessons of success spanning the generations with live interviews with trailblazers, authors, and experts. Join Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on the Power Hour, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, every Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern on World Talk Variety. For positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio, it's Star Style. Be the star you are. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. My guest today is Frankie Picasso, and we're talking about midlife crisis or how to get your midlife mojo. Um, we were talking about any number of things, how to get through midlife crisis, and you talked about finding your authentic self. Can you talk a little bit about that, Frankie, and how you help people find that authentic self? How do they know when they found that authentic part of themselves? They love themselves. I think that's uh, the real answer is that you, you can love who you are because that is, um, as we said before, we're a spiritual being having earthly experience. And so when we get to the core of who we are, we're just a loving human being. And, and I think it's really important that um, in this age where so many women despise themselves, really, that, that we find that place where we're happy with ourselves. So who, who are we? Um, like I said before, we're not the mom and the doctor in, in the car that we drive. We're not those things. We're something else. We're, we're something deeper than that, that authentic self. And, and one of the ways that um, I like to start doing that is inviting people to ask their friends, and they can do it through an anonymous survey on SurveyMonkey. Ask your friends for three words that they believe describes you. 
Oh, nice idea. And it's really telling sometimes when the same words come from everybody that they see you this way. And as you know, um, Irene, that self-esteem is, is um, the overall opinion that we have of ourselves. And, and it really is involved in, in judging our worth as a person. And when we can look at ourselves as a person and say, I love you, and you're worthwhile, and you're worth knowing, and you're someone that, that um, other people should have in their lives, then I think we're at a place of, of authenticity. You know, that's, that's really lovely, and it's simple. And it's easy to look at ourselves in the mirror and know whether we're satisfied with what we see and know that we think we're okay. That's easy. Uh, how do you get them to that point of authenticity, though? That's really good. You know, coaching is, is very different from therapy. Because therapy, we would delve back into childhood. We would talk about all sorts of things. Now, there is something that we haven't brought up, and that is underlying automatic commitments. And those are commitments that we don't know about. That is a place where deep inside of us, we're committed to a different outcome or um, a different, well, yeah, outcome than, than, than what our, our um, conscious mind are we talking would like to see. soul level here? Yes, soul level and, and, and um, unconscious, unconscious okay. mind level. So if um, I believe that I'm, you know, this person that, that is a coach and, and she helps all these people and, and that's, that's the presence I give to the world, but inside I don't feel that. Inside I feel insecure, uh, somebody who um, is faking it. And that's, that's a lot of the reasons why people are afraid of success, because they, they're afraid that they're not um, true, that, that they've, they've somehow uh, faked it and that people are going to find out about them. And, and, and so that's one of the big fears of success. So if people really know who I am, they won't like me kind of uh -huh. thing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so <laughs> and I, I'm sorry to keep going in these circles, because you did ask me, you asked me a question, but it kind of all... Tra it's a big travel because it's so many questions. Coaching is about asking questions, lots and lots of questions. And what's the best? What's the worst? What's, and, you know, these are the kinds of questions we would ask ourselves to find out who we are. And um, what's and, in interesting to me is where does the answer come from? Oh, the answer comes from deep inside. <laughs> yeah, deep inside. Yeah, it never comes from external sources. It always <laughs> comes from, from you because, um, you know, the person who's asking the question is, has the higher self is there and, and it's ready and willing to give you those answers. And intuitively, those answers will come to you. And a lot of times, our bodies, I see our body as a big bioprocessor. And I'm sure that you do too, because the disease and the holding on to uh, fear and stress and all that, it, it shows itself in our body. So oh, yeah. it shows up in your leg. And it's not about the pain in your leg. It's about something else. Totally. I had a student once who kept saying I, she had a job she hated. She said, I just can't stand this anymore. I just can't stand it. And pretty soon she couldn't stand. And she said, oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. You know, what we resist persists. And, and so it's really important to watch our language, to, to, um, to hear what we say and attract to ourselves and vibrate around us and that's, those are the things that you're going to start to look at as you 
ask about your authentic self. And I think that when you are really honest with yourself and with those around you and take responsibility for your life instead of blaming other people, that's, that's when you get to walk into it. Nice. T- tell me what you define mojo as being. How Mojo comes from um, a, a word in the Congo, which is really moyo, which is life force. So it's uh. really about your life force. And I see mojo as a life force. I see it as courage. I see it as um, something that you can hang on to as you go through this and get back your vitality and get back that joy and, and wonder of being who you really are. Nice definition. I like that a lot. Who who do you think, Frankie, has the hardest time with midlife crisis? Maybe maybe there's no way to even tell this. Do you think men or women go through it more smoothly? That's a really interesting question, Irene. I think women go through it earlier. I think women, from what I've seen, a lot of times seem to go through it in their mid-30s. Men have a... I think men have a harder time because they have a more difficult time um, expressing themselves, communicating with other people, talking about emotions, feeling emotions. And women, you know, we always talk to each other and uh, in, a, in, a, in a grocery store. You know, you can hear personal things about women that you just met five minutes ago, which men would never do that. So it can be very, um, I think it's more difficult for them. Yes. You see the, the guy with the trophy wife in the car. It usually lasts about five or six years, and then they're back to uh, where they were before. Yeah, and they say, oh, what did I do? Yeah, what did I do? <laughs> and I was just getting ready to go into that. You know, everybody feels that they need to make change, and sometimes they're, you know, they, they're really unhappy with everything. Mm-hmm. What do you suggest they do when they're unhappy with their wife, they're unhappy with their job, or they're unhappy with their husband, they're unhappy with their job, whichever way it goes? I think it's, yeah. it's too much to change everything at once. But if you really take the one thing and, and that really is bothering you the most and change that, so other that, things may lighten up for you. So you if may that, find that if your marriage is so horrible um, and you're sticking in it, that if you leave your marriage... Um, or you go for therapy, or you try to make some changes there, that your work won't be as bad. It's overwhelming. It's overwhelming to have everything um, around you, you know, something that you dislike. It's so overwhelming. So it's too much. You have to just choose one thing. Choose one thing to change and and, and start there. Remember, I said um, a few minutes ago that, that change happens best in chaos, and that's why those guys do that chaotic just, you know, blast their life and, and blast through it and, and make these, these changes that they think are going to make them feel better. Um, but really, they hadn't thought, thought about them at all. Most people don't. You know, it's, yeah. it's like we're not going to have a child that has the terrible twos, but we all have them. And we're, <laughs> we're, we're not going to have a midlife crisis. We're going to sail, send sail right through it. Uh-huh. But the first time a woman has one of those incredible hot flashes that, and, and would like to live in the refrigerator, yeah. you know, she should get a clue that there's some interesting times ahead. Um, and and it, it, this brings me to my next question. Is there a way through your life, if you're aware enough to do this, that you can prepare for this so that your whole ship doesn't sink? It just bounces around the water a little. Is, you know, what would you recommend people do? 
Well, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and and you have to live your life forward. So, if you can learn to make choices um, that feel good, if you always choose the choice that feels good to you, and you don't compromise on the big things, I think that's half the battle there. Just really be you. Be you. And if you can be you, it's it's absolutely amazing. People will like you for you. You don't have to be anything other than you. Don't you find that when you're really you, people like you more? Oh, yeah. Uh, they can trust you. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole different ballgame when you walk through this world as you. It's fantastic. It's so much easier. And it's so much happier. And you don't have to put up with all the crap because you're you. You don't have to take blame and you don't have to... Um, make up stories and, and hide or yeah. anything. You're just you, and people can take you or they can leave you, what, and that's okay. One of the things that I want to discuss, um, there's two things that go together here. Let's say you hit midlife crisis, and you really divested yourself of most of the things that are familiar to you. You you know, quit your job, you got a divorce, you moved out of your house, and you have to start all over. There are two things that happen here. You often have tremendous guilt when things settle down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you're alone, and you need to think about, do you want another person in your life? Mm-hmm. So I want to talk just a little bit about guilt, and, and I'd like to talk about where we find somebody new uh, mainly the online dating thing, since it's so big, and I know that you have a show. Um, you can tell them a little bit about your love wranglers uh, when we come back from the break. I'd like to talk about these two things in our last segment, and we are right up to break time now. This is Irene Conlon and Frankie Picasso on the Self-Improvement Show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. Are you looking for tips, tricks, secrets, and techniques that you can use anywhere, anytime, on virtually any problem? Tune in to Magic at Your Fingertips with EFT virtuoso Teresa Bolin. You are a divine manifestation of love and light. Take back control of your life and create the life that you want using EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques. You'll overcome the obstacles that stand in the way of living your heart's desire. Magic at Your Fingertips airs live at 6 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern, and 10 p.m. in Japan on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Are you ready to learn about the music industry from the inside? Look to Hip Hop National Radio to help you get the scoop on the biz. From marketing to presentation. Along the way, you'll hear the best in musical creativity from the stars of tomorrow and today. Hip Hop National Radio. Hosted by Justin Time and Poetic. Who are on the pulse of the up and coming music industry. It's the perfect blend of hip hop, rock, pop, R&B, and gospel. Make Hip Hop National Radio your First stop, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. We 
all lead busy lives, and sometimes we think we can't take care of our health. We battle food addictions, time restrictions, and media conflictions when it comes to our health. Now, you can tune in to the Dare to be Healthy show with host Alia Almoayed. Good health comes to those who dare to take the leap into the amazing world of natural healing. Find out what it's like to look and feel great. And finally, live your life to its maximum potential. Let Alia and her guests show you how. Dare to be Healthy is broadcast live Mondays at 11 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1 866 613 1612. That's 1 866 613 1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're talking with Frankie Picasso, and uh, we've been talking about midlife crisis, and we're now going to talk just a little bit about the guilt that you may have to deal with when you've divested yourself of all the things you've had in your life up till now, perhaps a marriage, perhaps your home, perhaps your job, whatever, and then how you get back out in the world in online dating. But Frankie, before we do that, Tell our listeners how they can reach you if they want to know more. How do they find your website? How do they contact you? Thank you for asking that. Um, it's www.unstoppablefrankiepicasso.com, and it's Frankie with an I-E. Great. Um, you at, can email me. You can email me at coachpicasso at rogers.com if you like. At what.com? At rogers, Ro- R-O-G-E-R-S. Very good. You know, you might have some questions as you sit and and marinate this information. You might want to contact Frankie. I encourage you to do that. Um, Let's talk a little bit about how people can deal with some of the guilt that may happen. You know, may come to them after they've, you know, split off if if that happens. And then let's talk a little bit about online dating. Okay. Uh, it, guilt is, you know, it, to me, it's such a wasted emotion. But one oh. of the things that I would like people to do, and we didn't talk about it, was to um, eliminating those negative self-talking uh, and, and, and doubt in your head. So let, let's just talk about that, because part of that is the guilt. And, and our, our ego loves to, to play with us. So if you begin to listen to the language that is going on in your mind, start to pick it out and ask yourself, is this true? Do I believe this? And it's really important to do that because um, we have what I call in our head members of the board. Yes. <laughs> we have a saboteur, you know, that, that when you try to lose weight, doesn't let you. Um, there's, there's all sorts of voices in our head. So ask yourself when you hear them, whose is this? is this? Is this my mother? Is this my grandmother, my father, my teacher? Or is it my authentic voice talking to me because you know what your authentic voice will never offer you anything but love yes if it's negative it's not you talking to you so that's clue one so there's nothing to feel guilty about wanting to be you especially if you leave a relationship in in such a way that um 
you you do so with with ethics, I guess you could call it. Yes. You, know, you, you do it with the best possible intention for the right reason, and and you try to be as fair as possible and be as empathic as possible. But you know what? As selfish as this sounds, your first priority is you. Absolutely. Your happiness. So it's really important um, that you understand that and that you move forward with that. The um, I don't know what, what kind of guilt you know people are dealing with, guilt because they left their partner, guilt because their kids no longer have a father at home or a mother at home, guilt because um, you know certain things happened. Well, you know what? They happened. And I personally, I feel that a family that has um, two parents that are not happy with one another does do a disservice to their kids. I think when both parents are happy and can show their children um, a, a good life, then that is more beneficial for them. Great point. So now we're out there. We've dealt with the guilt. And, you know, I, I really have a hard time with guilt. I, I agree with you. It's totally wasted emotion. It doesn't accomplish anything mm-hmm. except pain, mm-hmm. um, just a lot of pain. But now we're out there, we're free, we look around and say, oh my gosh, I'm alone, I don't know anybody, now what do I do? And now we have all these websites that can get you with somebody else. And you have a program called, or had a program called Love Wranglers. Mm -hmm. I I know you still do a little work with relationships. So what do you think about online dating? You know, I love online dating. I met my husband online, and I think it has a lot of potential, but it also has a lot of potential for, for good and potential for bad. And that's one of the reasons we started the Predator Project. And the Predator Project was um, started because of the assault of people on women and or men uh, who are looking for love. And, and these people can steal your bank accounts and, and steal your heart. So that's really important that you um, are aware of that. But you know what? There's a lot of good people out there. And when you are ready for a relationship, and I do not encourage anybody to jump from a marriage into a relationship until they've done some work. You really need to know who you are. Because if you think about it, if you're at home depressed and you're not combing your hair and, you know, you're crying in your beer, crying and you're drinking and you're doing, you know, some silly things, if you're going to attract what you are, then that's who you're going to attract. Oh. You're going to attract a guy or a girl just like you. So you want to be, when you're ready to date, you want to be that person who's confident, who's exciting, who's authentic, who um, knows who they are and what they're looking for. Because when you go out into the world that way, that's who you're going to attract. You're not going to be easy for scammers or for people who, um, who can manipulate you. How do you go about choosing a site that should work for you. I know there's all kinds of sites. There's, you know, sites for all You know, there's all religions kinds of and, and, and I don't think that money means anything. I met my husband on a free site. Um, you can go to Match, you can go to, you know, eHarmony. eHarmony didn't work for me. I, I there was nobody they could match me with. Yeah, <laughs> you know, me. It was unusual. Me I too. Know. I tried eHarmony and the guys, uh, they they tell me they get like 25 hits a day and I think I got like two the whole time I was there. Well, I get I get them but then I don't I I want to throw them back. Yeah, yeah, they were too they were too old for me and they wouldn't let you change the age range. <laughs> but anyway, what I like to talk about manifesting somebody um I think it's really important. So you're ready. And now you're going to take a, a, a piece of paper and a pencil, and you are going to write down the things that 
you want to feel in a relationship. It's not about how this person looks, although I do understand that, you know, looks are important to people. They like to feel attracted. But it's really about how do you want to feel in your relationship? Do you want to feel safe? Do you want to feel sexy? Do you want to feel, um, uh, you know, what is it that you want from this person? Do you want affection? Do you want them to have money? Do you want them to uh, be financially secure? Do you want them to own their own home? Do you want them to um, really just think deep and hard about who it is that you want in your life and where they should be in their life? And and you will find that person. But it's really about more about what how you want to feel than how they look. I want to stress that. Absolutely. Frankie, we have three minutes until this show closes. So I you know, really want you to have a chance to say whatever you'd like to say about what you do. And I want to ask you, what makes you unstoppable and how did you get there? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. Well, let me, let me talk about something else. Okay. I say that I specialize in the impossible. And if you look at the word impossible, you see I am possible. And I think it's really important to look at our word choices. So when I took on unstoppable, I thought, you know, everything that we say and do goes into our subconscious and, and it becomes who we are. So how great would it be to be unstoppable? I was um, in, in a motorcycle accident. I was 46 years old when it happened. Uh, somebody had ran a stop sign and hit me. I was in a really bad marriage. And, and, I broke uh, both femurs, hip, pelvis, just about everything below my waist. And I ended up being in a hospital for, for five and a half months. And when I came home from that hospital, two months later, the, the rod that they had put in my leg broke. And it ended up that I had to walk around on a broken leg for a year until I could get surgery. And through that time and, and, and through you know the future times, I was teaching at um, the International Coach Academy, and one of the teachers said to me, uh, we were talking, and I said, oh, yeah, I'm in a little bit of pain right now. And she asked me why, and I told her. And she said, you'd never know it from your voice. You'd never know that, you, that you're in pain all the time. And I said, well, that's good, because I, I don't need to be a martyr. I don't need people to know that. And I don't want people to know that. But the, So she kind of coined the unstoppable, and I thought, yeah, that's great, because if, if I keep that near and close, and I'm, I am unstoppable, then that's who I've become. I love it. And I hate to tell you this, but we're right at the end of our oh, show. Thank you. Thank you so, so much for coming to my rescue. Yes. You're welcome. But for being such a fantastic guest, we'll have to do this again. I, I so. we, we just haven't even scratched the surface yet. And I know you have a lot more you can share with our listeners. But right now it's time to say goodbye. I want you to remember that next week we have Holly Clegg. We're going to be talking about food and fun for Thanksgiving, and she's the one that wrote the book Too Hot for the Kitchen, and that has to do with us as well as the food. This is Irene Conlon saying goodbye for now from the Self-Improvement Show. See you next week. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. 
the World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed in the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.